So there was one thing, last piece of weird news. I didn't know if you knew this. I didn't know this. Back in 2017, Gatorade was banned and fined $300,000 for bad-mouthing water in a video game. Toy Story? Gatorade. Toy Story? Now, hopefully... Aaron listens a whole lot better than he did at that point in time. <laughs> that is the goal. That is the hope um, because I need Aaron to do something very important for me today. Oh. The thing that I need you to do for me today, Mr. Johnson, is keep me in check on a few things. Uh, oh. So here's the thing about successfully debating oh. an argument, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I love Crowder. I, I, I love watching his show at times and I love when he gets animated and fired up and everything. Right. Yeah. The one thing I will say that he were argument stance wise, where it doesn't become as effective as it could be is when he attacks the person directly instead of the argument. Yes. You know, when he's in there calling them every name under the book and that I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, pull back a minute. Don't attack the person necessarily. Yeah. Go after the argument. And I will say this. I went to the same school as one of two of these people here. I They were only a year behind me in school. Uh. So it's not like we were, you know, I was a senior in college and he was a freshman and he was only a year behind me. So not that much younger than me. No. Um, he's only like a year younger than me in real life as well. So we're pretty close to the same age. Now, obviously, we have some differences in uh, in our demographics. You know, I'm single. He's married with a kid, a kid that he adopted. And that's great. I'm glad he did. You know, I don't go hunting on a regular basis. He apparently does. Nice, nice. Although... Yeah. There are times I question that uh, <laughs> statement, yeah. but that's just me. Uh, again, I'm not, don't want it to become about what he has or hasn't done, but right. so that, 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 that's the, um, why Johnson is here as well as to add his own color commentary to some of these oh, things. No. So you're sitting here listening to that and going, wait, what, wait, what, <laughs> what? I, I missed something. Let me rewind. Nope. You didn't miss anything. So here's what's going to happen. Bye. Uh, no, <laughs> not fight. No, here's what's going to happen. Uh, there is another podcast out there. I, I, I'm debating where putting the name in or not, whatever. If anything, it will the episode in question, uh, so that way you can have full context to everything that is being said here. Because I am going to freely admit there are clips here. Clips don't have full context. If you want the full context, you have to listen to the full thing. Right. I get that. I tried to leave in as much of the clip as possible to provide context without having each clip be like a minute plus. Right. If that was the case, well, then it wouldn't fall under the wonderfulness of fair use that uh, is what's happening. So fair use allows you to use copyrighted material. Okay. Provided that you're providing commentary and that it is transformative. In other words, 
I can't just go back and play their entire podcast here and then go, okay, you listen to it, make up your own mind. No, I I can use clips of it legally because a, I'm not using the whole podcast, but also B we're providing commentary and that on it. Okay. Now I will fully admit people are up in arms about many things here. Oh yeah. In the country, (laughs) you know, and you're kind of seeing these same sort of calls in the world. Look what happened up in Canada recently where they're effectively trying to ban all handguns. Yeah, you know that is something they expect to pass, and something they expect to be enforced, and something that they expect to happen. Which a lot of people were actually wait were surprised and like, wait, Canada doesn't already ban handguns? (laughs) They're like, this is a new thing. What? Okay, cool. But anyway, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to some clips from a podcast here, and you're gonna hear some very. How do I put this nicely? You're going to hear contradictory information. You're going to hear muddled and confusing two issues together to try to make a point and try to muddy the water on why the argument is correct. And then you're going to hear stuff that is just flat out wrong and a lie, unfortunately. And that's the sad part about it, especially when it comes to the fact that it is a conversation about something as I would, I would argue something as important and essential as the second amendment in the United States. And that's why we have kind of, you know, these restrictive gun laws that come along, like let's say California's recent attempt to raise the age to buy certain guns to 21. Why that got struck down because the court said, Nope, you're impeding upon the rights of people, you know, their constitutional rights by doing so. So Mr. Johnson, shall we get started? No. Yeah, I think I'm ready. I guess I, just but when you talked when you just just mentioned the whole um not being able to rage the age thing i guess i didn't realize there was an age for gun buying i mean because there's not like a specific age mentioned in the second amendment is there no so there like, is how, how do you decide the age on that is so, it just becoming an illegal adult sort of thing or yeah so that's kind of the general guideline is illegal okay. adult 18 you can are you old enough to are you old enough are you considered adult can you vote yeah then once uh, you can do that you can get a gun yeah it's well essentially not not only get a gun but all your quote-unquote rights kind of come into full effect once you're 18 once you're, okay you know all the laws kind of affect you as an adult you're not right, a child not, yeah. because once you're 18 you're able to enter into contracts once you're 18 you're able to legally you know purchase a house under your name or do things like that right so once you turn 18 you're able to legally do xyz and whatever and that's what they consider as an adult and therefore as an adult you can now, could okay. there be arguments about the age limit? I'm sure someone would love to make that argument, but yeah, you know, then okay, yeah, great, lower the age, but then it's still 18 to buy ammo or whatever. You know, so there, well, I was th- thinking, there's I was, different things about that. Yeah, I was thinking either lowering or even, I mean, even raging, raging, raising the age for stuff like. So could they just? I and that that's I guess that's a whole separate conversation of like raising the age. To becoming a legal adult and stuff like that. but Well, then how are they going to send people to war? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Exactly. And then what? You're telling 18 to 21-year-olds that they are still kids? And actually, that is... Yes. that. Well, <laughs> depending on the stat you're looking at, yeah, that can sometimes happen. Yeah. Um, they could still consider them kids. Yeah. But 
But yeah, that's separate. That's a separate conversation there. Yeah. So we're going to start off, and I think we're going to start off with, I think, the biggest fallacy that I keep hearing repeated, and the biggest fallacy that is, I guess you could say, lighting up the news stations left and right. So this is a you. This is a problem unique to America. Yep. Um, so, you know, nineteen uh, countries the most school shootings since or January of two thousand nine has U.S. at two hundred eighty eight. Next one down is Mexico at eight, and then it goes down from there. Mm-hmm. So it's an American problem. Yeah. We for some reason have school shooting, mass shooting, like nobody else. So I'm not sure if you caught it there at the end. Uh, where he he starts off his argument saying it's school shooting, and then the argument at the end is saying mass shootings. Right. And that is where the argument becomes a little duplicitous in that regard, because we are not a truly unique experience in the world as far as gun deaths, mass shootings, uh, et cetera. We like to popularize it with kind of handy to have in the news right now one of the things that they and this is uh what i find interesting if you look at the statistics and the gun statistics that the fbi collects and everything like that what's one of the categories that they exclude from the list of quote-unquote mass gun shootings i have no idea i I haven't looked at acts of terrorism why would you exclude so if an act of terrorism were to happen right right and we're not talking just in the u.s we're talking let's say Let's go to the Middle East and there's an act of terrorism with a mass shooting. That's not counted as a mass shooting because of its categorization as a terrorist a terrorist attack. activity, a terrorist attack. So if you take into account all those and you include those, all of a sudden our numbers drastically go down, uh, much to the chagrin of those who like to continue to popularize that theory, unfortunately. Huh. So, I mean, I, okay, I did not know that. I, one, I granted, did, with the short looking that I did, mm-hmm. um, I, don't know, I just came across, cause, okay, listening, because yes, I'm one that listens to uh, Louder with Crowder stuff. Okay. Because he had pointed out that is like the United States is not the number one, I guess, as far as uh, just mass shootings and stuff like that or has the biggest gun problem right I suppose in the country but then i was kind of curious because i you know how he he has his you know the sources are on his website somewhere which they're hard to find let's be honest yes i i've tried to find i mean only a couple times where i've tried to go look and yeah it's it's kind of difficult maneuvering around but I, for this one specifically i wanted i want to find it so i'll have to go do that because the only the first one that I had found was just talking about. Well, this one was talking about the annual death rate from mass public shootings, where it compares the U.S. to European countries and Canada. Good old Canada. Yeah, it's only from two thousand nine to two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and and to be fair, FBI statistics and other countries statistics, uh, not other country, but other three letter agency statistics always tend to lag a few years. Right, which is nice at times, but also can be irritating. Very irritating. Yeah, because I mean, granted, I don't think 
I mean, even from 2015, I mean, that's, that's, that's a solid amount of time. I guess that's a solid gap. Granted from this one is from 2009 to 15. Yeah. That's only six years. So I guess from 15 to now that's, it's over. <sighs> over six, just over six, but, uh, guess it'd be t- be nice to get another uh, list, which maybe there's one out there. I just haven't found it yet. But. So there are, so where this, uh, I guess you could say this figure comes from for where this claim comes from, right? Yeah. Is there was an article published in the New York times and where the study, you know, has this big old graph and, you know, it has all these charts. It's a big old chart essentially. And it has, you know, shootings per, you know, what, let me pull up the chart right here. Uh, mass shooters per hundred million people, mass shooters per hundred million people. Remember how do, they don't include, you know, the terrorist, terrorist attacks, attacks and that, right. And then guns per a uh, hundred people, you know, so they have, those are the two axes that you have, right. Yeah. And the United States is far out to the right and far up on the graph. And everyone else is like. In the lower left quadrant. Yeah. Except for one other country, which has uh, Yemen, which has more shootings, but less guns. Okay. You know, according to that New York Times graph. Yeah. Well, there's some people who go, you know what? Based on how you're classifying these shootings, they're like, what if we classify it where you including terrorist attacks are included in these mass shootings, right? Gun. The gun number for the U.S. still remains the same. Which, honestly, I'm kind of proud of America, to be honest. (laughs) Number of guns per 100 people is 90. About. Wait, wait, hold up. Per 100, oh, per 100 people, there's 90 guns. About, yeah. Now, this data, again, like I said, because all three letter agencies, their data kind of lags a little bit. Right. This is a little bit out of date. So I've heard more recent numbers say there's like more than one gun per person in the U.S. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I just need to look around here and see that that is, uh, yeah, be true. quite accurate. <laughs> but anyways, so once you include then the mass shootings, right? Yeah. Our position on the chart goes from top right-hand corner to lower right-hand corner, barely above the X or the, the Y axis. Again, the Y axis being number of, uh, shooters. Right, right. You know, we're not talking number of mass shooters, number of shooters, you know, and all that. And our number goes drastically down. And then you have other countries like Iraq, all of a sudden, Colombia, Bolivia. Yeah, going up. Yemen is still above us in the number of shots. So they're still up there. They're still higher than us. Right. Uh, Finland is even kind of tied with us. Less guns per people, but more shooters still. So this is not a uniquely American problem to be mass shootings or shootings in general. And so for that false one, uh, you know, what I'm trying to remember what website that is. It's like number of Pinocchios or whatever. This one gets like four Pinocchios. It's, it's just a, it's a flat out lie. Right. And it's because the data that is manipulated that fits the narrative is the good data. And all of a sudden they're like, yes, we like this. Oh, that's, that's aggravating. So that's the first one. Where this is going to take a while because there are a lot of clips. This is what I know, right? <laughs> um, the second one. I want to hear your opinion first before I say it. 
before I say my opinion oh, on no. this. Hopefully I know one. So, question. Yeah. If you're going to ban semi-automatic rifles, why don't you just ban semi-automatic handguns? Because those those have a much harder time of killing mass amounts of people. Because they're so much harder to aim. Yeah, that When I heard that, I thought that was... I'm sorry, but I thought that was really stupid. <laughs> okay, why? I... The only thing... And the reason I want your opinion is because, again, I'm looking around and yeah. I'm seeing rifles and I'm and seeing handguns yep. and I'm seeing revolvers. So yes. obviously you have a little more breadth of experience on that front. Um, there isn't a clip that I... There's a clip that I didn't use where they're talking. Both of them are like, oh yeah, I could shoot the rifle and it has no recoil. But then I shot a handgun and it's like, oh... I almost lost control. Oh my I was, gosh. Well, I, was, okay. I, I was laughing, honestly. I was like, oh, am I listening to a comedy show? But yeah. anyways, <laughs> go on. Go on before I continue on. Okay. So, yeah, with just the, I guess, even the handguns that I have here, um, each one, yes, is very different in shooting. Um, but, all right. So, I guess as far as for me, for shooting a handgun versus a rifle, and I guess it, oh my gosh, it can depend on the rifle. That's the thing. There's like, there's so many variables in this that can change. Like, okay, if I were to just take one of my rifles here and then use what would be my nine mil handgun, I'm going to be a lot better with a nine mil handgun as far as, I guess, aiming it because rifles are heavier. So, it's like, it's, it's, I also think of it this way, okay, and this yeah. this is going to sound horrible that I'm thinking this way, but yes, yeah. this is where, you know, I'm, I'm trying to analyze it from all sides of the situation here. Yeah. If I was a school shooter, I'm not going to be, never will be, No. but if I was, right? Handgun. If I'm going into a classroom. Handgun. That is a lot, A, I can see a lot more with yes. it, but B, if I'm trying to stare down like someone down the rifle that's not going to ha- help too much it takes more time and well it's uh, rifles are not as mobile as a handgun that's the big thing a handgun i can change what my target is so much quicker than it would be with a rifle um and uh, yeah it's just so much more easier to maneuver that's why they have things called short barreled rifles I mean, okay, this sounds horrible. Imagine you you're 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 going after uh someone. Yes. Okay. They're yeah. zigzagging. It's gonna be a lot harder to move that rifle back and, back forth, and forth to try to get that forth. aim or try to get ahead of them on the aim than yes. the handgun. Foom, boom, foom. Okay. Yeah. Boom. It's, it's a much smaller I hate that I have to think that way, but <laughs> well <laughs> but in, in all honesty, they do too here. And yes. The, and and you know, I guess I'd I don't know. I guess, I guess I don't feel I don't see an issue with having to think that way because that's the reality of what it is that's happening. Um, yeah. Like, and which I don't know if you're going to get to it later or not. The whole thing with the, the shotgun, bird shot, whatever. Oh yeah, okay. we got the clips. If, we got the okay. clips. Let Let's continue on. Um, but no, I, I, no, I was just yeah. It's it's so it's easier to shoot. And again, it's uh, overall I would say it's easier to shoot a handgun and you know aim that faster than it is any rifle. Now, when you talk about when you're talking about in the other clip or whatever, he like he shot a handgun, he's like, like, oh, like blows him away. I was like, well, yeah. If you take this revolver in front of me and compare that to this little, well, my nine mil, yeah. I mean, nine mil is like, okay, it's for me, it's like shooting a well, not even shooting a BB gun because that's insanely easy. Unless you have a gas blowback, uh, like airsoft gun, those kind of cool. Anywho, 
Yeah, shooting that or like a twenty-two handgun is like shooting a BB gun, and there's nothing to it. You shoot this forty-four that 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 has some good kick. Yes. Yeah. So in that regard, you you mean the nine millimeter doesn't blow the lung out like Biden said? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's get to this next one, and it is about rifle and aiming again. Okay. So this is gonna be creepy. So like, if if somebody was gonna go shoot up a group. A rifle is much more accurate than a handgun. If you're long distance away, yes. like from, let's say, a hotel building, like the the whole Vegas shooting. The whole Vegas shooting. Yes. Yes. If, Absolutely. I hate that I'm saying this. But if I'm in a classroom, you know, <laughs> I have a bunch of kids you sitting do. there. Yes. A, you do, I'm you sorry. Do. The handgun's a lot easier to d- deal yes. with. It, you don't, yeah, you don't need, <sighs> again, and well, yeah, with. No, I mean, even like rifles, some rifles do have like the same rounds as some of these, some handguns do, or at least, I don't know, I guess it's, I'm foggy with the whole classification on some manufacturers where some are considered a rifle and some are considered a pistol when they're both basically identical. That I'm a little, I don't, I'm not, I'm not understanding all that stuff at the moment. Um, but I, and I haven't dug into it really either. Um, but it's like with a longer barrel, yes, that is going to increase the accuracy of where your bullet's going. But that's again, long range shooting versus close quarters, which obviously the school shooting was close. So the rifle, yeah, that was overkill, but yeah. Yeah. Here, here's their next segment about this as well. This is getting gruesome, but if you have a kid running down the hallway, you're probably not going to hit him with a handgun. Nope. I mean, if you're not good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I know my aim still needs some work, a lot of work, to be honest. I'm still cool. shooting a little far, uh, a little too far down yeah. to the left. Yeah. But I'm working on it, and yeah. that's why I work on it. And that sounds horrible because so I can aim better in case I ever do oh, have right. to draw it and ever do have to use it. Hope I never have to do that. Yes. And I just like, I I want to be of the fact that I know that if I'm ever in a situation where I do have to pull it, I know a adrenaline's going to be running in my system Yep. and B no matter how good I am on the range, I know my skill set is going to be degraded probably about 50% just because of the fact that I am on that adrenaline rush. I am in an unfamiliar situation and that the panicking mode. Yeah. And someone, unfortunately, who is of a sick enough mindset to want to go in and shoot and kill children or people in general is they're pretty dialed in probably they're, they're probably yeah un- unfortunately now we'll get to that in a little bit where i start to have a lot of disagreement with them on some of their the, their arguments yeah again i'm not trying to go after them specifically just, um but there is a reason why i disagree with it and you'll hear why in a little yeah. bit now, but yeah, so obviously shooting at a moving target is more difficult. Um, but again, that all depends on the situation at hand. Like, are they running across your view? Are they running farther away from you? Like, if they're just running away, it's not too hard to just bop, aim and shoot. But if they're moving across your sight of vision, like, and you have to like, aim ahead kind of thing yeah that's yeah, gonna be a little more I, difficult I, but I, depending on how far it is think zigzag move, zigzag really away zigzag yeah. Zigz, away. yeah zigzag make your movements irregular so they can't you know guess 
where you're going to be going next. Um, but don't drop down because then it's hard to get up, and then it, that's bad. it's hard yeah. to get up on, unless you're yeah. very athletic, and that's yeah, like a normal thing for you, like yeah. sliding, and getting not up, me. and doing yeah, <laughs> the not me either. Stuff. <laughs> and but you, that's yeah. why I, I was listening, and I was like, "Listen, I I know I don't shoot rifles enough, but I know that it is just as easy or easier for me, especially close enough range, right, to use a handgun over a rifle." Now thinking, now granted, again. These are very different from what I'm about to mention because I've 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 gone trap shooting before, right? And so obviously you're using shotgun and stuff like that. So with that, obviously when you use a shotgun, it's got all the little pellets and their BBs or whatever that expand out as you shoot. But for trap shooting, it's pretty far away, and it didn't take long for me to kind of start to catch on and be able to catch. Or shoot the birdie, yeah, stuff like that from a distance away. Now again, it, and, and to be fair, using a shotgun in that case, if if that you if that Evaldi shooter had used a shotgun instead of a rifle, oh my there gosh. would have been a lot more dead and or injured. Yes, without a doubt. And well, yes, no, yes, still absolutely. It doesn't matter the type of shot he would have used because if he would have been close enough or whatever, right? I could see that. You know, if it was against a bunch of adults, I could see maybe a, a lot more surviving, but kids? Kid, no, kids, no. And I guess it's like, guys, I guess going to the range, like you'll see, there'll be guys there with shotguns, which I, part of me always thinks is kind of dumb. Well, the last time we were at the range, the guys next to me had a shotgun. Yeah. And I just it's looked like, over and I just saw the target just get obliterated, destroyed. I was like. Right. And think that's at, gee, I don't know. What the maybe 10 feet maybe a little farther depending i don't know how close they had it i didn't wasn't paying uh yeah they're about 10 15 okay because like and that's the other thing like the closer you are to the target it might not spread as much well it won't but still the farther away it still happens insanely fast um so i guess yeah with that being in a school uh it's gonna happen faster than you can run away Oh no, yeah, that that for sure. But like, yeah, if you're shooting fish in a barrel, well, that sounds horrible. But I, that's essentially what it is when you use a shotgun, though. That's oh the yeah, problem. well, and being in confined in a classroom. But yeah, so like, depending on how far away he was from these kids, I mean, yeah, if he was far enough, one shot is definitely impacting several kids. Several kids, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how slow of a person he is. When no, I say oh. slow, I mean like speed wise, not mentally. Yes. It doesn't matter how slow he is. It doesn't matter how long it takes him to pump it, whatnot. That's... He's going to get off those shots, especially the length oh, yeah. of time that he was in there. Yeah. Yeah. But so the next couple of things, uh, yeah, we're just going to go through a couple of these here because okay. some of these things come back later and get contradicted and just had me so frustrated through the entire process of listening to this one. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so that's why I would be in that. I understand, and I understand for home invasions, for those who do want to protect a semi-automatic uh, pistol, is what you'd want to use in a home invasion. So I'd go there. Okay. So oh. remember, he says that, right? Because we'll come back to that in a little bit, where he then says, "Oh, but let's buy back all semi-automatics. Let's ban all guns." And I guess when, yeah, I, for for you having that, I guess when did he? So, I guess, like, when so these clips, was, yeah. these clips are, unless I say otherwise, okay, 
Uh, so like that's that one about the person running and you can't, he goes, you can't hit him with a pistol. That man. happened before that happened, that happened like a little bit later on, but just because contextually I wanted it together. Right. Right. But unless I say something like that, these all are happening in, this is the order that which the clip is happening. Okay. So, so this is all in, th- this is like the beginning of this conversation right. and he'll come back later and say, and, ban all and talk about, Oh, you want to see a, a buyback of all a ban of all let's do, you know, sort of stuff like right, that. Right. Okay. So then we start talking about, I guess a topic that is actually, and I didn't know this originally at first and I had to look this up. So it is illegal for the ATF to create a database of gun owners. It is actually, so, you know, we have to, when you get, when, right. when you buy a firearm, you have a background, you check. have a background check, right? It a- actually says right on the webpage, you know, that hosts the information about the instant criminal background check. Yeah. It actually hosts the information and says right on there, per the law, we cannot create a, a record of your purchase in that's stored in the database. As soon as you're approved or denied, either one, whatever, yeah. that electronic record is destroyed. Now, obviously, there's written physical records, which right. the gun stores have to keep in case, yes. you know, Aaron goes off on a, a shooting spree and you can be like, oh, yep, yeah. Aaron bought this gun from this place. But it's yeah. paper-based. It's not an electronic not, digital yeah. base. It is a lot harder to search through paper than it is electronic, electronic database. Stuff. Electronic database, I can go, show me all things that Aaron Johnson's done. Yeah, and then... Cool. I got it, right? Now, nowadays, you know, something like Aaron goes and shoots up a place, right? They would have to go to the gun store where Aaron bought it, find a copy of the record, and then, and then if that gun store went out of business, they are supposed to send their documents to the ATF. Okay. And then, and then let's say that gun store is out of business, Aaron does this thing, they have to go then to the ATF and say, we need to find the paper record for Aaron Johnson. Right. And then do that that way. Okay. So that's how that works, right? right? So that, that's why... I, I wanted to bring that up yeah. because the next couple clips yeah. talk about them wanting to do a gun registry, essentially. Now, however, yes, semi-automatic pistols are not the best home defense. Shotgun is. I know. So, I, I, I fully get that. Yeah. So Obviously, handgun's great. And it's much better than a rifle. Unless, I mean, you can get a short barrel rifle, but those are hard to get. Those are and hard. still, not as good as a handgun. But if you want home defense, the best is just a shotgun. Now, I mean, it's going to do a lot more damage than a pistol most likely would, depending, it, you know. And, and that's primarily the reason I don't have that for home, uh, just because it's an apartment. And, um, oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. I could just see all the pellet going everywhere and me going, Oof. oh, dang it, I'm going to be spending thousands of repairs. <laughs> but, anyways, so let's continue on about registries and how. And then the next part will just, yes. It's not tracked like the, well, more of the CPL, but like if it was just a rifle you bought off a guy, the government wouldn't know that you bought it and who was under ownership. Yeah, but you have to register it. For a handgun, but for a rifle you don't. I'm pretty sure you do if it's semi-automatic. Not for like a deer hunting rifle or shotgun. I would say that you do have to for a semi-automatic rifle. For an automatic, you do. No, no. Automatic is totally different. I know. You can't even barely get those. You can get those, but barely. But yeah. But semi-automatic, you have to register for... I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Okay. We can can Google it. I'm going to Google it. You're going to Google it. (laughs) Well, you're going to find out that you don't have to register any. (laughs) So now, to be fair, there are some states where you do have to register. 
Really? To the state. To the state. To the state okay. or the local police department. Okay. For example, in Michigan, uh, where this argument's being made, they have 10 days after purchasing a handgun to register it with the local police department. Okay. 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 So th- th- that is, I did look that up. That is uh, the case in Michigan, you yeah. know, and there's a couple other states where that is the case. Most states, it, that's not the case where you have to register the gun with your local department, or whatever. They oh. were one of the acronyms they were using at the beginning. I forget it was like CBL or something like that. that that's essentially a concealed carry permit that is issued there. Okay. And there's certain, you know, things, you know, in each state, always check your state laws right. um uscca is a good place to have that on the their reciprocity page i okay. said that right reciprocity, reciprocity page um you can go there and you can check to see what are the laws in your state specifically so you can see like hey do i need a license to carry are you a constitutional carry state which with florida now being a constitutional state we're at 26 states now they're constitutional carry but that's neither here nor there right now yeah i know Uh, but you have that so you you know like do i have to register with this do i have to do these things and really the only guns that ever really have to be registered are handguns the other ones uh, semi-automatics rifles obviously no uh the whole thing of him going automatic i was like oh I, i i was glad the other person was able to be like Hold on, that's a whole different thing. Let's so yeah. let's let's not even bring that into conversation. Yeah. Which hold on to that one in a little bit too. <laughs> but you know, so he's talking about like, hey, you know, we kind of want this registry essentially. They want to know where this gun is at all times, right? Yeah. They continue on with this conversation. Um, so I think universal background check and a gun should be tracked for life. Well, I think whether it's a shotgun or that, it should be tracked. So if if I were to sell it to you, I think it should be a background, and then I should have to register i should have to let the authorities know that i sold it to you i think of any gun so essentially what he's wanting is a universal background check with uh, with private sailing sales well well that's what universal background check means universal background check essentially means let's say aaron you want to borrow my handgun i don't know why you have enough but you want to borrow my (laughs) handgun for the weekend right yeah you want to go shooting with it at a range there has to be a background check. we would have to go to a federal you know, a federally licensed gun shop dealer run a background check on you, fill out the paperwork in order to transfer it to you, even for that weekend. Just to borrow it. Just to borrow it. You know, let's say in the future you have a kid, right? You want to send them to, you know, they're done with school, they've graduated. You're like, I want to start them off on uh, the good footing. I want to give them a shotgun for self-defense at home, you know, at their new apartment. You'd want to do that. Oh, you both have to go and you have to go and do a background check to transfer back. And then the son goes, you know what, dad? No, I got my own gun. I don't need it here. Have it back. Well, you got to go do another background check. check. And of course you have to pay the fee each and every single time. Which how much is the fee? That depends per state. Right. So that's going to be a varying cost. That's not a fixed cost. Um, The other part of that is that the, the registry, essentially the, track it at all times and their argument was that well the government knows where your car is at all times so therefore they should know where your gun is at all time i'm like hold on hold on hold on hold on (laughs) there's a big fundamental difference here a car is not in our constitution as a guaranteed right where right a gun the right to keep and bear arms and we talked about how the the supreme court has said hey 
yes, let's take a look at the whole Second Amendment in context and talk about what is the militia. The militia is the people, uh, not a quote unquote group, as right. a lot of people try to just, you know, they try to play the I got you game on Twitter or Facebook, or whatever, and they say that. And Okay. But anyways. Yeah, I, I guess the whole, I don't know, I guess to have a background check. I guess I feel like because Wisconsin is weird with that, where you can gift a gun. Um, which that's something I've been meaning to look into. Where if I gifted somebody a gun, not knowing they had, well, I guess when you're supposed to gift, if you gift a gun to somebody, you better trust them a whole lot with the gun. One. But you also need to know that they are not prohibited from owning a firearm. From owning, yes. So with all that being set aside, like, yeah, they're in the clear legally. Right. But then for whatever reason, at some point down the road, they do go commit a crime with it. Does that get traced back to you? Or is that just regularly, I gifted them this, so that's on them kind of thing? Yeah, you can get in trouble if they if they think it might be a straw purchase, so to speak. So that's why you got to be careful that if like, right. let's say you buy a gun and you didn't do your due diligence, right? And you gifted someone and it turns out that they, there's something that prevents them from being able to own legally a firearm. Yeah. Then you're then, in trouble. Then, then for I'm us. in trouble for sure. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like, again, yeah, like down the road after you've already gifted, I, I guess I, I, I'm wondering, I guess how long would make a difference for amount of time that they've had it. I mean, that's yes. not, that's not going to make a difference at that point. You know, yeah. at that point it's them, you gifted it to them, which we, you are legally allowed to do yeah. in this case, they would want it that you gift it to them. You have to then go, Papa, Papa, Sam, Papa, uncle Sam, I'm giving this to this person. Yeah. Please, please flog me and register me and follow me around for the rest of my days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that I, I definitely don't like, I guess am I, I'm not against having a background check if you sell somebody a gun mm -hmm. but as far as it goes to like okay yeah letting someone borrow a gun for a day or a weekend or whatever i'm like Ugh. that seems like it just one i'm sure a ton of people would have to go to you know the dealers or whatever or people can... are just gonna ignore the law well that well yeah right i mean Obviously, people ignore the law with killing people, so right. there's no way of tracking that. So that is, it is really stupid in that aspect. Now, that's where it's like, if the, if you had to have a background check for selling it, but then you could go, oh, I just borrowed it to him, so you can get around it no matter what. Borrowed it to him? You mean loaned it to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So this next, one, this next one here, I'm just going to play it. I mean, there's there's multiple levels of that. I think right, it should take longer than thirty seconds. It should go through all databases, every state. Yeah, it should make sure like there's nothing there. I think even with mental health, that should at least kick it, um, so that they check into it. But it, so, but then that means it would kick it for me, maybe. Yeah, but or or like talk to your therapist. I think because again, <laughs> we'll get into it in a second. But again, and a universal background check also means that a private sale needs a background check. So first off, they don't get back to it. But the part that really bugs me, irritates me there 
is where he goes, oh, and talk to your therapist. I'm sorry, that is uh, protected medically. You are not allowed to do that unless it is, you're not allowed access to medical records, private medical records, unless it's, you know, the, the investigation after someone's maid died or they're the, the suspect in something horrible. You don't get to just go and be like, oh, I'm going to access your medical records from your therapist. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, that, that's what he's saying. Okay. He's saying, you know, oh, hey, we okay. should check on the mental health and mental health should kick it where essentially you're denied or you get, a, yeah. a, a, I guess, a, a more intensive review, so to speak. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we should at least talk to their therapist. Heck no. Okay. I thought for what entered my mind was the person trying to buy the gun talk to the therapist and be like hey is it, do you, would this be okay for me to do kind of thing no, no it, if it, he, if it's yeah it's the feds going to my therapist yeah. and going hey we need paul's medical records to make sure that he's okay to own a gun i'm sorry what yeah. no there is a thing called oh i don't know hipaa and very other things that result yeah. in privacy where that is not allowed to happen and the fact that that is a thought of, hey, let's go start invading people's medical privacy and other privacy. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I don't care what it's for. Right. If I went and, uh, you know, murder a bunch of people and you want to look into that, okay, fine. But you can't do that as a, like a precognitive year. Right. Uh, uh, what was that movie? I can't remember where they had the precogs that would always like um, minority report. Oh, okay. Where you know, they had the precogs and they would kind of see in the future and see the crimes of the future and all that. I'm sorry, you don't get to do that. That's not that's, allowed. Yeah. And so that yeah. that one kind of got me off on a little. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. Now, I guess, because I think, I guess I don't know if this is, well, yeah, I would imagine this would be countrywide, not just state by state, but with the whole thing of, the difference being either voluntarily, like if doing, if you were to go in. Oh, that's an, that's, that's versus, a, that's a federal level thing. That's federal. Okay. Yeah. So if you're involuntarily committed, you know, yeah, you, you can't own a firearm. Um, yes. you could get a, I found out you can get like a judge to clear that, clear that but yeah. you have to go through a bunch of legal proceedings and all that to do that. Okay. Which I'd say that's fair. But if you voluntarily went in, then you're okay. You're okay. Though. But at yeah. this point, this argument is saying that to punish those who are voluntarily trying to get help when mental health is already stigmatized to oh, the yeah. extent that it is. And then you're saying, oh yeah, yeah. You know what? You're trying to get better. Screw you. You're not getting your rights. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that really is losing. In case you couldn't tell that started getting me. That's, that got can, under my skin a lot. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay. There was that piece. Yeah. Second piece that, uh, from that clip. Yeah. It, it is obvious. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to be like, do I need to sit down with you and explain how a database works? Yeah. Uh, so the claim, you know, the thing was like, oh, it should take more than 30 seconds to run the search. It should go through yeah, all I've, the databases of all the states. I've never, uh, I've never, I wish my background checks only took 30 seconds. I know. Uh, first off, I, I, uh, <laughs> And this isn't an attack on this guy, uh, but in, in a conversation I had with him, I said, you are privileged on so many levels because my background checks have not come back in 30 seconds. They always make me wait at least until the next day, you know, and I'm like, and I, I didn't say like white privilege or anything like that. I was just no, like, you're no, privileged just... to have that happen. Congratulations. Yeah. I've never had that happen. Right. Uh, 
But that being said, I, I wanted to be like, do you understand? And this isn't, and this is maybe a, a technical knowledge limitation. So let me explain this real quick. The instant criminal background system check, you know, system where it where it runs through, right? The NICS system. Yeah. The NICS system contains data from all the states that's reported up to the federal level. It takes data from was it four databases, four different national databases. Wow. And these four national databases receive different pieces of data from each state. Each state doesn't maintain their own little database. There's they all one. roll up into one. One big one. When you do a search on a database, the whole reason you have a database is that you're able to get results back quickly. quickly. So this database has all the components of information need to be reported to law enforcement that Aaron Johnson might do. You know, whether he has speeding tickets or whatever, right? Right. This is all reported up. It's all rolled into this database. They search Aaron Johnson, social security number, blah, 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 search the security. What comes back? Nothing comes back that says prohibited from owning a firearm. Cool. We're good to go. He's fine. Yeah. This isn't uh like a. Oh, I see Aaron fa- on Facebook. Cool. He can have a. Gu- That's not yeah. what they're doing. They're <laughs> oh, looking- that one comment he made is rather suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the future that might happen, but that's scary. Yeah. But what it is happening is it is searching through all of your essentially your criminal data that has been reported up by the state level to the federal level. Yeah. It would make no difference. If it went state by state by state versus, versus at the federal, because the federal has the same data that the state has. And I'm going to be like, this is how a database works. It is designed to hold this data, retrieve it quickly, and right. retrieve it based on queries of input that you put in. Right. Because, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, at that point, I'd kind of hope to some degree that a background check would be fast. That means they can see through your information quickly. Yeah. Come, yeah. So, you know, and if something, and if if something comes up where it's like, oh yeah, cool. Uh, we need to look further into this because maybe for whatever reason, your information probably matches multiple people, then, oh, so be it. You know, honestly, I think the reason mine take a little bit longer to come back is because mine probably matches me, my dad and my brother. Oh, we're all three Paul E. DeArmond. Yeah. All three of us have lived in the same town. Mm Mm-hmm. All three of us have the same relatives. So same address at one point. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I can see why mine takes a little bit longer to come back because they have to sort through is it the Mexican Paul? Is it the white Paul? Or is it the <laughs> Oriental Paul? <laughs> right. And I don't say Oriental is a derogatory term. I honestly am forgetting exactly which country his mother is from. So oh, it, okay. it's over it's over in that eastern it's over in that eastern Asia. Asia yeah. region area but you know so it's legit <laughs> so it's legit so yeah so asian paul white paul mexican paul which paul is it that's buying this gun <laughs> let's find out maybe we do a little more scrutiny and that tells me that it's working because right. they don't just 30 seconds later, oh you're approved here you go it's yeah it's not willy-nilly hey uh we'll call you in the next couple days right yeah cool which I guess I I remember we used to have in Wisconsin. It was like a so many days to uh, before you could get a gun, or like you, you you buy it in the store, and then you have to have one. That obviously, does a background check in that time, but then it's like you had so many days where you couldn't take it home. You'd have to come after like three days or so. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I guess, was that all for background check or no? I don't think It probably so. was a lot of background check because, and here's why. Federally, the background check system has three days to return a result for your background check. If it does not return the result back in within three days, you are clear to take the gun. If they don't return. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So that that is a you know one part of the, the federal background check system as well because the the whole point of it is it's supposed to be nearly as instant as possible and it's supposed to be a quick thing not something that is cumbersome right um and that denies you access to that yeah so this next one i had a chuckle at this comment so here's kind of like my big thing it should be more difficult to buy a gun than to adopt a dog yeah. It was more work to adopt our dog than to buy a gun. Now, the adopted dog thing, that's based on the shelter, wherever you're adopted. I mean, you can go get a dog in like 10 seconds anywhere online yeah, but, if but, you want to. But to adopt a dog, it takes way more work. Mm-hmm. Or it's way more. it was way easier for this 18-year-old to buy two semi-automatic guns and 300 pounds of rifle or 300 rounds of ammo yeah. than it is to rent a car. Now... You would definitely know the whole thing with about adopting a dog. Yeah. Because I don't. And I guess even with renting a car, I don't know. The only I know time... that one too. Okay. So, yeah. you know, due to insurance reasons, renting a car, obviously the younger you are, the harder it is just because of money reasons. Right. Because the younger you are, let's be honest, the more likely you are, especially if you're male, to drive recklessly and crash and therefore either total the car or damage it, costing the car company money. And okay. normally the end you are the less money you have. Yeah. <laughs> to adopt a dog, it all depends on the agency you go through. It is not anywhere near as difficult and thorough as buying a gun. Yeah. I've worked with multiple agencies to try to adopt a dog uh, during COVID time. Most of like the private rescues, you know what they require you to do? You fill out a little web form online. You know, your name, your address, blah, blah, blah. A little bit about yourself. You know, give you a little bio. It's almost like a little dating bio, you know. And then they'll be like, okay, we're going to arrange a home visit. Essentially, what they want to do is they want to see the type of home you live in. um, You know, what type of dog would fit best with the size of the house that you're in and that. You know, do you have a yard? Do you not have a yard? Blah, blah, blah. And then you go, I like that dog. Okay, give us money. You're approved. (laughs) There's no background checks. No. There's no other requirements other than maybe that. Now, where I got my dog from, it literally was this. Hey, I'd like to see this dog. Okay, come in. I like this dog. How much? Okay, that much? Here's a check. All right, I walk out with the dog. (laughs) There was no background checks. There was no waiting. There was no anything like that. It was relatively, relatively easy to adopt a dog. Right. And even the ones where you have to do the home visits and all that, that's not that much. You know why it, it, it was over COVID a little difficult to adopt a dog? Everyone wanted a dog. Right. Yeah. You would Every, go You would yeah. go and be like, I want to see this dog. Oh, that dog's already adopted. Uh, how about this? Oh, that dog's already adopted. How about that? Uh, let me guess. They're already adopted. Yeah. What's left? Oh, the ugly thing. Okay. No, never mind. <laughs> nah, that's that. okay. <laughs> hey, man, that's pretty much what it was like for some guns out at some point because they're all sold out yeah i know thank, wanted one. <laughs> thank you biden thank you yeah, Trudeau. thank you so that's i was like no 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 it is not harder to adopt a dog than it is to buy a gun nor is it harder to rent a car potentially uh, it's just based on your age and just your turns and you know what yeah. if you have 
insurance and you have enough money, guess what? You can rent that car. Yeah. It just I, gets real expensive. Well, yeah, that was the only thing. Like, because the one time I remember renting a car. Well, it wasn't me. It was friend rented it on a trip that we were all at. It didn't seem like it was much of an issue at all. Just it was literally, oh, well, for this car, you know, you're going to have to put so, men- so much money towards it for like the whole collision thing or whatever yeah. stuff like and then if you're good on that then cool and as like long as in, we got our money and like insurance once you hit 25 that essentially goes away yeah right. which is nice so no it is not easier to buy a gun than to adopt a dog or as i like to say it is not easier to adopt a gun than to adopt a dog <laughs> <laughs> so long wait waiting period i will what's long wrong or what's long it's already 10 days for a, for a shotgun rifle, semi-automatic rifle, it's not. I can't believe, I still can't, I need to know that. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. believe you can walk in an AR-15 and, and get it in 30 seconds. Th- that's what he did. That is, well, he bought a private party, though. But even if, even if he didn't, you can go into Cabela's. You could go into Cabela's if they were still open, and you could buy a semi-automatic rifle today, tonight. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? So, no, the person did not buy a private party. He bought it off a website, had it shipped to a licensed dealer, and then picked it up. Yeah. Okay. That's point A. Point B, uh, in Michigan, and you can go to the USCCA website, uh, recip- reciprocity, reciprocity, whatever yeah. page, and you can, and it's included in the show notes uh, because I already had that link and I inserted it in the podcast notes ahead of time. Yeah. Prepared. There was no 10-day waiting period. In, in Michigan, Michigan, where where they're talking about, yeah. there's no 10 day waiting period for handguns, for rifles, for shotguns. It's do you pass your background check and can you hand over the cash, and are you of legal age? And again, pass the background check. Yeah, I keep coming back to that. Pass the background check. Pass the background check. Pass the background check. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I just want to include that because I was like, there's context here of that just is flat out wrong and. It makes me a little concerned about the rest of their statements, but because then it's followed up by this one in in like a couple sentences later. What is the purpose for a semi-automatic gun for us, a common ordinary citizen? What is, what is the need for those? Well, technically a shotgun semi-automatic too. Some can be, but some, some are pump action. Yeah. Which is not semi-automatic, right? True. It takes, so here's my thing. Like, so even if we were in Texas, if he would have had a bolt action or a pump action, it would have taken him, he wouldn't have killed as many people. No. Not true. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to get gross, but I mean, if he had some pretty badass uh, buckshot in there and just. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. not true. Okay, fair. Okay. <laughs> A nine millimeter handgun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or a semi automatic rifle. A, their their calibers are completely different for the most part. Most of them are. Most yes. of them are. Okay, yeah. you know you don't normally have the same calibers between them, right? And it doesn't matter if that's bolt action, semi-automatic, pump of shotgun, whatever you want to claim is going to be the next best savior of everything in the world. They are all destructive. Let's be oh, honest. Absolutely. And this sounds horrible. Okay. If you have a bunch of people standing in a row and you have a nice high power 
caliber of ri- rifle. Yeah, a nine mil, uh, yeah. according to Biden. Yeah, not not. <sighs> but if you have a nice high caliber rifle, bolt you're, action or whatever, you're wasting ammo. Well, a you're wasting ammo, but also b if it's high powered might go through more than one <laughs> yes oh my my goodness yes and that's well okay so again shooting fish in a barrel r- right yeah no and the reason okay i started doing this because now if anyone hasn't heard because i'm noisy is i'll get out i am pulling out what i have is a rifle of mine that's a bolt action so for a semi yes you'll shoot slower than a semi-automatic but it doesn't take long to do, like, to reload a new round into the chamber for a bolt action. Now, I haven't, okay, I guess I touched this gun again for the first time Monday. Yeah. This is Wednesday. But it's been years. Now, I guess I've some things you just never, whatever, like, muscle memory, stuff like that. But just, boom, done. Yeah, that's relatively quick. And especially it takes if you've, a fraction of a second. And especially if you've trained with it, especially if yes. you know it, especially if that's what you grew up shooting, I'm sorry, you're going to be relatively quick as well. And that's what I love seeing. And yeah, it, again, it's all how often do you use your firearm? And then I love how he goes, well, what if you have buckshot? <laughs> yep, that's going to be even more damaging. <laughs> well, right. For a shotgun, yeah, you can have a pump action shotgun and have to do that one, which happens in the blink of an eye. Yep. So the again the, uh, the the question was asked: What is the purpose of a semi-automatic gun for your average citizen, your average Joe? Protection, protection. That's and, it. And remember, That's guns. Remember how I said this will come back later. A few clips earlier, what do you say? Oh, I can see the use of a semi-automatic for home defense. Yeah, but now wait, already, but no, wait, now wait. already, the argument's changing. But yeah, so wait, why do we have semi-automatic again? And even, well, oh, and he does ask yeah. that again. Now, this clip is from later on, yeah. but contextually, I just brought it close to this one just because it, it fit with this. So again, I go back to causes a lot of harm, and I have, I think we have no true need for a semi-automatic. Uh, the Freudian slip there of uh, I, not we. <laughs> oh, yeah. But again, it's still on the lines of why do we need uh, semi-automatic? Because here, here's the wonderful thing, protection. Yeah. And it doesn't say in the Constitution, you shall only have a musket that you have to load. <laughs> you may not have a cannon, Biden. Um, yeah. <laughs> you may only have bolt action. It says well, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah. Yeah, there's no specifics. Because guess what? Technology is going to change in 10, 15, 20 years. Technology is going to look all sorts of different. Right, and then we're gonna going. We're gonna be going. Oh no! Semi automatic is the only thing that you can have. You can't have this because there'll be some weird like bolt action that makes it crazy. <laughs> and then that, of course, leads into you know, I guess you could say gun controller's favorite argument. They're like, well, in case the government, like, we want to overthrow the government. Like, if the government turns bad, and buddy, your semi automatic gun is not going to stop a drone. <laughs> Or a no. tank or a missile. It can wipe us out in, yeah. a, in a matter of seconds. Yep. I, I find this argument fine because they called January 6th the insurgency and there were no guns present. <laughs> the insurrection. Yeah. And I'm like, you were fearing government takeover and no one had a gun. And now you're saying, oh, you don't need a gun to protect yourself from someone who may try to. Well, yeah. And I guess to one point, I can. I could see it because. I, 
Yes. You know, a, versus a tank. Yeah, you're not going to do much. No. Okay. A drone. I guess unless that drone is it's, armed, it's going to be a, it's going to be a high yeah. altitude drone, not a low altitude drone that your rifle's going to that be you're going to be able to see and all that. Yeah, all yeah. that jazz. Um, like okay, yeah. If the government turned against us and used our military against us, yeah, we wouldn't stand a chance. But now, my only thing, in, if I ever have this conversation with anybody i always think of you paul because and well and another person um but it's like all right i would hope that there'd be enough people in the military that would question an order that would involve them killing and attacking their own people now <laughs> yeah i can see how because and I I can't remember what examples he gave in history, but he's like, you know, well, one of them was Germany and stuff like that with the Nazis. Um, where if the government has convinced the military enough, a lot of them probably won't question it. Yeah. So my only hope would be in that instance is enough people in our military would be like, hold up, this is wrong, and one, try and warn anyone back home well, kind of thing before something goes down. And, and I look at it this way. Okay, right now, the big thing going on in the world right now in 2022 is Ukraine. Right. And we are shipping guns over there, automatic and semi-automatic over there. Right. To take on Russian army. Yeah. So you're telling me citizens armed with guns aren't able to take down a large army force from a large government oh wait that's that's what's <laughs> happening right now i know and that's and that's why I, I love it when that comes up and i'm just like right uh let's well, go to ukraine and look at ukraine for a right well there's that yeah especially if you give and anyone that can hold a gun a gun yeah um but now also it's granted they are highly outgunned and then and in a sense they are outgunned completely by Russia. But the fact that they can still put up a fight is one incredible. And yeah, I guess it goes to show that it will have some stopping power. You yeah. Know. Now, because granted, it might be messy. It's going to be messy. And you're not going to yeah. take down the tank, but you're going to take down the tank driver. You're going to take down Hopefully, the, the yeah. other people that are operating other components right. of th- different things. And if you're close enough to a tank, the tank is only so effective. Yeah. You have to be a ways away from a tank for it to really do damage kind of thing. Yep. So as soon as you get close enough to it, then it's no longer. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next. So the next two are going to go back to back here. I get we're based on guns. Yep. But other countries have had guns, had mass shootings and then have banned them. And then they bought back those weapons because Mm -hmm. again, we, we weren't the only country with a ton of weapons. Other countries have just said, you know what? We're not going to deal with it. We're not going to put up with this. We're going to make drastic laws and we'll, we'll, we'll buy back people semi-automatic or, or whatever weapon their ARs and that you don't think that could happen in America. I don't No. I don't want to see that happen. You don't want to see a buyback. No. Okay. I think there needs to be changes. Like we talked about, okay. about the background check, but do you want to see a buyback? Sure. Okay. Of just what? Semi-automatic handguns. No. Semi-automatic rifles. Again, it's not going to solve the problem. 
It, well, I mean, so we, 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 we did that with automatics. I mean, we made it so hard to get and so hard to even, you know, still own that. I mean, look at, look at the crimes. None of them have been done with an automatic weapon because you can't get them. So definitely is in favor of a wonderful buyback Buy compensation, uh, confiscation, not compensation of semi-automatic. Uh, what, now keep that in mind because that will come back up in a little bit again because, of course, it always does with arguments like that. <laughs> yeah. But what are your thoughts about buyback, Mr. Johnson? No. No. Uh-uh. Um, because I guess the only guns they're going to be able to find are the guns that law-abiding citizens have. The only ones that have some sort of paper trail mm-hmm. to go back to somebody. Or if there's a registry, then they look at them like, oh, well, these people have guns, go get them. There's still, and I guess in this, I don't know. The, with Mexico, they could be getting guns across the border, no problem through Mexico. Yeah. And so they're still going to be getting into the country. And then obviously at that point, majority of them are going to be bad guys getting guns. And then there's going to be all of us wimpy. Well, not wimpy, but, <laughs> um, you know, law abiding citizens who do not have an equal advantage on defending themselves. Yeah. But as we've talked about a gun, unfortunately that it has to be, that is the great equalizer. I mean, I, I, I've talked to my coworker who's not from the United States and even he, he's like, I understand why people carry guns here. He goes, yeah. The right. world is crazy. He goes, I understand fully. Right. So I'm going to maybe skip a couple of these clips just because, you know, it would, it's more just like, haha, funny, funny. Uh, like the, where he talks about the, the myth, he calls it the myth of a good guy with a gun stopping a shooter. We've, see multiple examples of that all the time we look at oh, cdc yeah. studies where it's a wide range fifty thousand to 2.5 million defensive uses of guns every year yeah you know so what no five hundred thousand, not fifty thousand. sorry five hundred thousand, half to, a million to 2.5 million defensive uses of a firearm every year so that's not a myth that unfortunately is what he likes to say but it is so Again, come back to the whole, you know, the automatic thing. We're coming back to that again. Yeah. Don't ban the semi-automatic rifles. Just make it just like a handgun. Uh Don't ban them. See, I think you got to make it like an automatic weapon. So again, this is under that false pretense that uh, it takes 10 days to get a handgun, which it doesn't in Michigan. Uh, And, oh, make it as hard to get as an automatic. Essentially outright banned through legislation, which... The courts have upheld multiple times over and over again. Uh, you can't do that. No, I have. I guess I have to revisit what it takes to get an automatic, a fully automatic weapon. That's like a year-long process. Okay. The same to get like a, a suppressor. Okay. So you have to get a special tax stamp. Yes. You need to tax do, stamp. to get fingerprinted. You need to yes. go through a whole crazy intensive background check and all that. Yeah. But it's obviously going to be more for an automatic. Right, no, right. Than a suppressor. Because I know, I've always known that it's a lot more of a hassle to get a fully automatic to the point where most people probably don't get one. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's probably pretty expensive besides finding the gun A and then right. just going through all the taxation and all that. Yeah. Which that is one of the bills that has been introduced into Congress at the national level to try to reduce uh, what they call assault style rifles is an a thousand percent tax on those selected rifles. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that one, but uh, let's continue on because this is where I kind of start thinking. I'm like, okay, I'm with one of the guys here uh, where he's like, well, hey, let's do more cops and protection at school. And yeah, we'll just go for that. More cops at schools. Okay. There should be a police officer assigned to every single school building. Yep. I don't care how much it costs. Yep. I'd, I'd pay more taxes in my, okay. my county or my, my city. Uh, metal detectors and things to prevent people from entering. That kid got into a propped in, propped open door. Okay. So to be fair, at the time, that was the narrative that he got in through a propped open door. We now know that that wasn't the case. I'm not going to ding him for that one because okay. it, that, that was the narrative. That was a narrative at the time. That's know. what everyone thought at the time. So the door was open for him because I guess, yeah, Th- yeah. That's what the thought was. It wasn't though. It, it wasn't. Oh, it was open. just open. No, it was unlocked. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Unlocked. Not I shouldn't open. say open. I should. It was unlocked to. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whenever I think it was open, it was just, it was just, you could open it and walk in kind of thing. Um, I guess when I think of propped open, I think of a jar. Cause that's what my truck always says to me when a car door is not fully shut. Yeah. So, um, it's not going to be that, but yeah, uh, so that, but that is the narrative at the time. So yeah, I, but no. I agree with that, you know, a police officer each school, yeah. metal detectors, lock it, make it hard See, to get in. Yeah, and I, I remember, uh, it was a high school I remember going to back, and not like not one that not I went to Case High, but like, uh, I went to a high school. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was, but they supposedly had metal detectors there. They were never working. It is probably Horlick because Horlick did that. Probably was then. Because I, yeah. I remember that happened after I graduated where they put in metal detectors and all this other stuff to try to do the thing. And yeah, it's not going to work all the time. But well, at, at least yeah, they something. never were. I don't think, I don't know if they were on or not. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah. continuing along the lines of that thought, right? Yes. You know, so, you know, one of the guys was like, hey, let's, let's do this, this school hardening essentially, which I agree with. Let's do that. That, well, that. That's, that's part of the, like one of the laws that they're trying to pass through Congress right now is funding for that. I'm like yeah sweet yeah i'm i'm all for no, that because we've even talked about it at work like what about like um uh veterans and stuff like that that are retired and stuff like that and, and maybe looking for a job something to do yeah yeah so but let's continue down that path of that so i'm skipping a couple clips we'll come back to them Uh-oh. because the, those clips also got me really angry but <laughs> i think more cops more metal detectors could work, but we've been doing that since Columbine. So my school, no, but no, we haven't. Well, we've spent we've spent a lot of money. Schools have spent a lot of money. So think of back when you were in school. Did so? Did you guys ever have have an active shooter drill? No. Did you guys ever have any doors locked? No. So we we have spent um a lot of money since Columbine. We have you know some schools have cops. Again, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, well, but, spending a lot of money doing a shooter drill that's not a lot of money. Uh, no, but the shooter drills, there's how they've done the building. I mean, okay, you lock the door. You don't spend a lot of money on that. But they have, though. They've done, and how do we do that? They've done officers. Our country is spent. Like, if you look it up, like, we've spent money on trying to reinforce our schools and trying of to. Of course. We've done that. And it but it's not worked. worked. It hasn't worked. So that's what I'm saying. If we keep doing it, are we really helping? 
because we actually haven't done that across the board. We've done it at some schools, right. but not across the board. No. And, and I do appreciate uh, the other person kind of pushing back saying, hey, this is something that can work. And I'm going, uh, no, 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 it won't work. Yeah. And then what are we doing to the mental health? If we're doing like full lockdown, like prison style in school, what are we doing to our kids' mental health? No, that's not, it, it, it's not prison lockdown. It, where some of them want to go, it is. Well, how, how? Like you have to go through through a metal detector? Big deal. They just walk through it and it beeps. Hey, bro, what, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> so walking through a metal detector, Eric, is like being in prison. Just so you know, just... Um, well, then I guess I go to prison a lot because they're at concerts quite often. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like anywhere you go, like concerts, sporting events, uh, big, big, where big groups of people gather. Right. There's usually like some sort of security metal detector, like Summerfest. You go there, yes. there's that all the time. Yep. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to take a picture next time I go to Summerfest and go like, I'm going into prison. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, so this is, this is why I was like, I want to keep, because there's like four of these clips that are real close together that are all interlinked. I'm, I'm going by what the teachers in schools have said. It's going to feel more like a prison. And then second of all is recess. What are you going to do at recess? That's a good point on recess. Because again, or if there's one door, and now you're not saying this, but some are saying we should only have one door, which then is stupid because then you just set off something in the school and everybody runs out the one door. That's not where you're One saying. door at all? That's what some are saying. Well, that's a fire hazard, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's a fire hazard, bro. So two things on that yes. one, okay? Uh the what do you do for recess? Yeah. Uh fenced in yard. Well, yeah, can, my I, elementary school had that all the time. We well mine did not on one side. Now I mean yeah, the past but couple of years it has been. You get funding for them and it's fenced in and you're good to go. Right. Now the one door argument, this is That's where I have to get a little personal, okay? Yeah. Because he's taking an argument completely out of context. Okay. Because I, I know where this came from because he's twisting my words actually. Because I said, I said one locked door where they can enter in. I didn't say one door in the whole building. I said one door where people, you know, like guests or what all that come in. Yes. The day. Right. Now, it's one point of entry. Exactly. And that's where he's twisting my words to say, oh, no, one door in the whole building. I'm like, no, I, that, that's just the only one where I'm going to get personal with that one. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, that, well, that's, yeah. No, and I guess I wonder for recess though, because I mean, okay, if you have a fenced in, lot or whatever because no i guess there's a school two blocks away from me none of that's fenced in yeah but maybe get that in the funding bill to fence their yard in yeah there's that but then i guess depending on the fence even then now granted yes you'd either have to climb the fence to uh get in depending on how crazy of a fence you crazy of a fence you decide to build or if it's like one of the, uh, like the, uh, why can't I think of the name of it? But it's like a metal. Yeah, chain fence, fence. Chain, yeah. yeah nothing's going to be perfect, unfortunately. Well, no, yeah. And that's the thing. So it's like, yeah, you can shoot through that, whatever. Um, now, granted, that could be a far distance away from the kids. If you're going to actually shoot from the fence, mm-hmm. you can be a lot less accurate. But like as far as recess goes, I mean, hopefully, yeah, have an officer outside patrolling the area while kids are outside. Depending on how big your lot is, maybe you have more than one. And and that's why, you know, you know, one of the people is saying, Hey, have a police officer at each school. Or yeah. in your case, you know, what you're offering like a retired veteran yeah. that that's employed by the school district. Right. And not because it's 
You know, I feel like they could also, well, I guess it could, and that's the thing. I guess it could depend on the cop because there are some cruddy cops out there. Yeah. But I was like, to some point, hopefully if you have a good cop, which, you know, that could, I, I don't know. I guess I wonder, like, I would be one of the kids that would be interested in talking to the cop kind of thing. Yeah. Not to, distra- I guess that's the thing, not just, it'd be bad to distract them from a job if that's what they're doing. So while they're doing their job, but it's like, if you're just in passing in the school and like saying hi, like, it, I feel like it'd be so comforting to know you had a cop there with you. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought it'd be a cool thing as a kid, but. So these next two clips, I'm going to play them back to back. If you got video of that kid doing it, take him out back and shoot him. I know that sounds super harsh. Maybe give it 30 days. Like, you got 30 days to to figure this out. But the problem is this kid just goes away. No one hears about it, right? And in five, six years down the road, he was sentenced to life in prison. I think this kid was killed. But my point is, is like these, if you have proof, if you yeah. have video evidence that the kid walked in with a, what else is there? Yeah. For oh, sure. you shouldn't put him to death because he has mental health. You think you're going to rehabilitate that kid? Yeah. I mean, I'm pro mental health too. I know. Wait, hold up. Yeah, I about rage quit on that one there. Um, essentially, the argument is if you have video evidence of someone, aka like the Texas shooter, the te- yeah. shooter, going and shooting up a school, he's like, take him out back and shoot him. You know, unfortunately yeah. for this argument we are guaranteed with our rights um yeah trial trial we are guaranteed to have our day in court you don't get to be judge and executioner and just go and like oh i don't like you i'm gonna i'm gonna pop you in the head and you're done and and do it because i now the guy is you know and if he had lived through the shooting would hopefully be convicted properly and then tried and put away properly in that. Yeah. The thing that gets me is that second clip where he's like, you're not going to be able to rehabilitate him. How the heck do you know who yeah. you can and cannot rehabilitate? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I'm all for mental health. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What? You just, but, but wait a minute. You just said that you want, don't want to give this person a chance. Yeah, And there are people who do stupid things when they are in different areas of their mental health, whether they're on a manic high or depressive low. Yeah. And to say, I I don't care, just shoot them. Who made you judge, jury, executioner? Nobody. And so that that one was the second time I flared up during the listening of this and just was like, no. Because actually, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know what happened. To the kid, though, myself. Uh, the uh, Uvalde shooter? Yeah. He did get shot and killed. Was, oh, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Never mind. You know I that knew one. that. I'm sorry. I, so oh. so that was one tangent where I was like, yeah. I almost was like, nope, I'm done. Uh, but yeah. they get back onto talking about like, hey, let's talk about potential solutions again, right? Yeah. And it's the same guy who said, hey, let's do the um, the you know, the locked door police officers and that he goes, well, let's arm teachers. I think metal detectors. I think arm the teachers if they want to be armed. Mm. You're not, you're not a fan of that. We're just, there's so many things like I, it could work in theory, but again, who's going to buy the gun? Who's going to, 
Well, it, it should be up. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Who's, who's going to do the training? Who's going to do this? Right. And then we don't even trust them to write or do their own curriculum anymore. We don't trust <laughs> them. For anything. And then we're like, hey, you. And again, who, who are the two? Hmm. There's a difference between training for like a concealed carry permit and defensive handgun training. That is objective. That is set standards. That is known what to do versus training of, well, guess what month it is <laughs> yeah. you know we are going to go to a drag show yeah and i'm not talking about a car race no okay there's a difference between that there's a reason why parents don't trust people to write their own curriculum in that regard because it is very objective uh subjective yeah. excuse me yeah. to what the teacher wants to teach and who the teacher is objectively being able to defend and notice he didn't it wasn't brought up to force a teacher to carry and defend no, it's, it was it's up to the teacher if you want and that yeah. was uh by the way a solution i offered as well in my little diatribe conversation back and forth yeah. it was like if a teacher wants to be trained let them right. who's gonna buy the gun the, the teacher gonna buy the gun. it's That's their, their gun. gun who's gonna do the training certified defensive handgun trainers there's yeah. a lot of that training and concealed carry training there's uh, a lot of that training i uh I was, I heard at work that supposedly somewhere in Ohio, they're looking at potentially are having the teachers. Yes. Well, having teachers, if a teacher wants. There is a, a, there is a school district or a school. I forget which one yeah. of the two, you know, how, where that's happening. That's happening in other little ones. I've seen photos from some schools, like mostly private I, schools where it I, says yeah. there were signs outside the school that said all the teachers at the school are armed. Enter at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, yeah, it's, that, that's a school. It's probably not going to get messed with. Yeah. And so, you know, we keep going through this whole thing. And the argument I keep hearing is more gun-free zones, more argument, you know, more areas yeah. are safe and that. And then I'm, I'm under the, I'm under the opinion that more guns will, more people armed will save more lives. Has that worked in the United States? We have the most guns in the world. Do you know that it's a gun-free zone on a school property? But anywhere, anywhere we have mass shootings. I mean, so, so the, the grocery store wasn't. So again, I go back to that CDC study, 500,000 to 2.5 million defensive uses of a firearm per year. year. So I agree with that first statement. More people that are armed, the more the safe we're going to be. Yeah. And then I, I personally, me, I love the little shift. It was like, oh, but you know, schools are a gun-free zone. Well, what about the this? <laughs> the grocery store, I, I thought that was a gun-free zone. It very well could have been. Now, here's something interesting. I don't know if you knew about Michigan. What? So, you know, in Wisconsin, if you go to a store or place and they have a little sign that says, you know, no guns, no weapons, you know, and that's enforced in Wisconsin. You can get in trouble, oh. right? In Michigan, it's not enforced. A store could put that on there and you can't get in trouble legally. You could be kicked what? out of the store by the store manager, but you won't be in trouble legally. What? Yep. I'm Again, I'm it's, on to the, Michigan. it's on that USCCA page. <laughs> Is that really? Yep. Huh. Okay. Now, here was the last one that uh, kind of ruffled the feathers. When I heard this, have you ever seen that um, Simpsons meme where it's Skinner, the principal, and he's like, all these children saying, you know, X, Y, Z. He goes, could they be wrong? Could I be the one or could they be right? Could I be the one the wrong? No, it's them who's the problem. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, so, you know, it's whatever. So, you know, it's like guns, you know, the children all say that guns are the problem. Could they be right and I'd be wrong in my solution? No, the children are messed up. It's guns that are the problem. You know, stuff like that. You know, where it's essentially blaming everyone else. 
Yes. You'll hear why I thought that. My last thing um, I want to write on is it is sad to me that those who most oppose reasonable or even like, again, really discussing, you know, do we need to get rid of certain guns? The most pushback I've had are Christians over and over. Now, also, I know more Christians than non-Christians, right? So like that's biased, but the non-Christians in my life are much more, we need to figure this out. Boy, it's because most of the Christians that you know are lean right. And I think, again, then that's over Facebook, that's over Twitter, that's over in real life. It just keeps hitting me that why does it seem like Christians are on the wrong side of every freaking thing lately? <laughs> yeah, abortion should be legal. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that that's what made me think of that because he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm over here, I'm correct. It's every what else that's wrong. Well, that's got something wrong. Yeah. It, see now, as as far as a Christian goes, none of this, I guess. <sighs> Is there a right and a wrong, technically? Well, according to him, there is. Right. And, and that's where I was like, no, there are people who are on both sides. Yes. And I didn't play one of the clips because this was starting to go a little long, but he's bemoaning the fact that his representative in Michigan oh. is goes yeah. to the same denomination as him. Yes. Denominational church. And he's like, well, how he's could this be? Nothing. And how could he do this? And that's this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, because he is a Christian. He is like you, a human. And that is his beliefs. Yeah. And just because it is different doesn't make it right or wrong. Same with yours. Right. And because as far as guns go, um, I guess that's, that is a tricky thing. Cause it's like, okay, yes, I believe that we are better off with them. And again, like I'm on the side of the guy where it's like, if more people were armed and people knew that, there yeah. would be less issues because one, your life is all that more at risk of something being ended potentially or damaged. Um, so the thing is, is like, yeah, I can't say, I can't tell somebody is wrong by thinking we need more gun control or whatever. Like, cause if it came down to it and like guns were taken back, that's probably, it's not a hill that I'm willing to die on. I, I guess will give up my guns if that's what happens. But if what they thought was right by taking guns away ends up being worse, it's like the whole <laughs> told you so kind of thing. Cause I was like, from seeing statistics, we are probably better off with them. Yeah. Um, so that I, I'm not saying for sure that is, but that might be a hill for me. Yeah. I, <sighs> And, and that, that kind of fluctuates, really that kind of fluctuates, you know, on how I'm thinking through yeah. the day, but the same, right. but at the same, same time I look at it, and I go, we have to have legitimate real data, not made up stuff to push a point. Yes. We need to have the real concrete information behind yes. it. And that's what's important to understand in order to be able to make an informed decision and also realize at the same time. You don't get to go think of the children, think of the children, think of the children for your argument only. Because other people when the, have that argument too. Especially when the children aren't even protected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, I mean, there are, 
that's why I was like, I, this isn't a, like, this guy's an idiot. Uh, no, but I disagree with, but I disagree with like 99.999% of what you have to say on this topic. Yeah. And cause yeah. And again, all right. So I guess I mean the, I mean this thing quite literally like where if it comes to my life or owning a gun, I guess I'll give up a gun, <laughs> but I, I would definitely go far into a fight to be like, uh-uh. No, we shouldn't get rid of them. But uh you know it'd be fun, but I don't yeah. have enough time in the world. Uh-oh. Here Josh's response to all this. <laughs> Prepare for a six hour conversation with Josh. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so is there anything yeah. else you would like to say, Mr. Johnson, on this? Man, I guess. And don't I'm not gonna replay any of those clips to get me heated again though, by the way. Just no, it's a very tough thing to figure out. Now, as far as saying that Christians don't want solutions on this and people that aren't Christians seem to be the ones that want to fix things, I feel like that's a load of crap. Um, 100% agree. But Because it's, I mean, I'm a Christian, right? Right? Okay. Um, he would probably go, are you? I do. Well, I mean, pretty sure, but (laughs) it's, I guess, you know, you gotta be a sick human being to not care about what has happened to people in these situations and where it's like, Oh, I mean, I guess if you have the viewpoint of it, well, I happen, move on kind of thing. No, like that's messed up. And it's, I would love to see things get better. Everybody would love to see things get better. Now, I guess, depending on what you ask, what everybody thinks is better, that's going to be very different. Um, but it's like, and there's, there's one thing that I've heard throughout all of this where it's, you know, it's, there's unfortunately no avoiding this. It's, there is no legislation for evil. You yeah. Know, stuff is going to happen. You get rid of the guns, it's going to be knives. You get rid of it's, the knives, it's going to be forks. You get rid the of the forks, it's going to be whatever. People are going to get creative. They'll make stuff at home that'll cause, I mean, you can make makeshift bombs. I don't know. You, you will find a way to make yep. something to go off and do whatever the heck it is you want to do. Um, The whole, will, when there's a will, there's a way. So it's it's super sad that, you know, it's sad that all this is happening. And of course now it's going to be getting more publicized. It's going to get more political getting to election time. Oh yeah. So it's like, this is it's just going to drive me nuts. You know what else um, drives me nuts? Wh- what? Oh no. Maybe. Why are we not the ones who say life is precious? Let's figure this out. Why is my representative who goes to the same denomination church as mine done? Nothing. Why is he pro-life for abortion, but yeah. doesn't care about a school shooting? Again, he thinks that banning abortion will lower it, but not banning guns. That's a whole other thing. But again, it constantly comes back to why are Christians, it just bugs me. Like, why are we on the wrong side of this? Constantly, it seems. But is it the wrong side? It's a side that's done nothing. It's a side that, that has no solutions. Like, again, any of these. If, if Heisinger would say, I'm, I'm writing a bill and pushing a bill... That will do any of these. But why Why is it not, what have the Democrats done? They've, they've pushed through. they passed through. Uh, yeah, they have, but then it doesn't get signed. I mean, it doesn't get to the Senate. It doesn't because, get to the Senate, yeah. Because Republicans. Republicans can filibuster it. You know, 
Okay, so the whole having a police officer at a school is not a solution. To have one source of entry is not a solution. Yeah. None of that matters. It's only, that's the thing where they, that's only seems to be the way we can stop this is if we get rid of guns or have crazy laws on them and making it harder for people to access yep. stuff. Um, so it's how, how teachers with guns, that's not a solution. So there's plenty of solutions. It's, we don't want to see the guns potentially getting taken away or going in that direction because that's just inevitable of happening because yeah. that's happened so many other places. But it, as you know, it's like these solutions are brought up. And he's like, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And yeah. I love it because all throughout the whole thing, he's going. And you have to start to wonder, do you even care? Do you have a heart nope, that says, I, I don't know the answer, but we're going to do everything we can. I don't, I don't care if it's your list or my list. Do one of those. But none of them work. Yeah. That that's ultimately what comes down to it that drove me nuts. Yeah. Is like do this, do this, do this, do one of those. Ah, but not, none of them work. Good. No, that's not good enough. That's not the teachers having guns. And, uh, so I I, like and that's why I pointed out, and again breaking back to the personal point out, there are solutions out there that unfortunately Democrats have resisted voting for, such as strengthening the schools. Yeah, and. Which, why would you not want a strong school? Because it doesn't get rid of the magical AR-15. <sighs> but anyways, so, yeah. yes, this was an interesting yeah. thing. Uh, I do have a heart, by the way, Mr. 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 <laughs> you do have a heart? I, I do. Are you a real boy? <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs>